Why do most Americans start off their day with coffee and donuts? Which, no doubt, doctors looking for business started. This destructive, vein-clogging, heart-stopping tradition. Add to that energy drinks and fast food, processed food of all kinds. And you got one unhealthy country there, pal. Leading in illness, and especially cancers of all kinds. Like a food vendor at a baseball game. Cancer, here? Yeah, come get your cancer. In five delicious flavors, no less. And while we're at it, let's add to that mix of donuts some bagels, muffins, and jelly rolls. Yeah! As we start off this year, like we did the last show of 2023, with that song by Jelly Roll called Save Me, the new unreleased video. Now, naturally, I'd like to play that at this moment, but the board guy isn't here. Yeah, he he started me off, and he ran off like a scared bunny rabbit, smelling smelling a bowl of lettuce or carrot. Where is the guy? I need him. This morning, I wasn't sure whether we were going to come to the studio to do the show because of the snow. And I texted him and I said, well, it looks clear on my end. And naturally, he had to mock me as soon as I saw him. Because he later said, I emailed you last night that we're going to do the show in the studio. So I walk in. He doesn't even look at me. And we're walking down the aisle, and he lifts up his hands like George Costanza when he had when he was a hand model there for a while. He lifts up his hands and twists them and twirls them and frolics them and and imitates me. Looks clear from my end. Looks clear from my end, implying I was fruity. All right, can we start that song from the beginning? All right. All right, let's listen. Oh, if I only talk to God when I need a favor, God, I need a favor. The song I'm after, man, first, first, uh, first show of the year. We're we're struggling. Jeez. Now, board guy, if you can accommodate me. As we do start off this new year, off right, as best we can, as by you obeying me, which isn't working too well so far. Okay, the song is Save Me by Jelly Roll, the new unreleased video. Jelly Roll, Save Me, the the new unreleased video. This is worth listening to, the whole thing. Listen to these words. Be sincere. Somebody save me, me from myself. I spent so long living in hell. They say my lifestyle is bad for my health. It's the only thing. That seems to help All of this drinking and smoking Is hopeless but feel like it's all that I need Something inside of me's broken I hold on to anything that sets me free I'm a lost cause Baby, don't waste your time so damaged beyond repair Life has shattered my hopes and my dreams I'm a lost cause Baby, don't waste your time on me I'm so damaged beyond repair Life has shattered my hopes and my dreams
Now, Jelly Roll's real name is Jason DeFord, so I'm going to call him Jason. I can't see myself calling a grown man Jelly Roll. I wonder what his kids' names are, Cheesecake and Ring Ding? I can joke with Jason like this because he's now a multimillionaire, so all bets are off. Now, Jason is a big, heavy, overweight guy, and if that's his choice to be that way, then that's fine. Who am I to say? He's a grown man. He can make his own decisions like the rest of us. But regardless, he is a talented country singer. And this song, Save Me, is amazing as he's honest to the bone, talking about how he felt for the majority of his life. And I'm sure he tried to do the right thing to change his ways in a positive direction. But no matter what he did, nothing ever seemed to help. As he had an an, on, an up and down, mostly down, life, including time in jail. Speaking of jail, I had this big dude get angry at me the other day where he stood up and said, before I do something that's going to get me more time, I'm just going to walk out of here right now. And then he slams the door, the big steel door behind him. A little scary. But later when we patched things up, uh, I told him, I said, look, hey, dude, don't ever think of trying to hit me because you'll be up on manslaughter charges for killing me because I'm about the weakest, most fragile 64-year-old guy you ever met. A chin of glass. Uh, I'd be like Spinks at the hand of a nasty Mike Tyson. Hey, I couldn't take a punch when I was 20. Now this song, Save Me by Jason DeFord, is an honest rendition of his life. Very intriguing and thought-provoking. But the only thing I didn't like about it is that he gave no solutions to all his problems. So people identifying with him are left holding the bag with no solutions or remedies as the song reinforces their hopelessness and helplessness. And if that's the case, nothing but bad things will follow. So if you listen to this song, always realize that first and foremost, many people feel this way as the song depicts in one way or another. Maybe not to the extreme he was feeling, but we can definitely all relate to it. Because we're all in the same sinking boat, drowning in the middle of the ocean with Jesus as our heroic lifeguard, if you will. Yo, I don't get it. Don't bring up God. Sounds like a show for atheists. But when I tune in, it's God this and Jesus that. What am I in, church? Nevertheless, comrade, I found myself listening to that kooky, nutty Robert. He makes me laugh at some of the things he comes up with. Where did they find him anyway? Back by the dumpster, looking for food, no doubt. Whoa, I realized after a couple months that he was just as flawed and confused as I was throughout my life. 
I find myself relating to him as a regular guy who believes in this Jesus person. I doesn't know if I was a little punch drunk or what from listening to him, but some of this stuff he's articulating is beginning to make sense to me. So whether you believe or disbelieve, I recommend Don't Bring Up God to Everybody on WAB, Sunday mornings from 8 to 9. He's quite the conundrum. He can sound like a whack job sometimes, but then still makes sense. Oh, I'm so confused. Yes, we are taking calls today at 833-707-7900. Now, what I want to do is break down the Save Me lyrics that Jason so heart-wrenchingly sang. Is it sang or sung? Spelling check. So the first thing he pleads is, somebody save me, me from myself. Looking and asking for help like we all do. Now, who is the savior of the world? We know the answer to that test question, don't we? Well, hopefully we all know by now that our Savior is the one and only Jesus Christ of the Bible. And how does he exactly save us? Well, if you read about him in the good book, you will find out what he instructs us to do, as that's how he talks to us. People say, oh, he never talks to us. I never hear him. Read the Bible. He's talking to you one-on-one as he rearranges our thought patterns, which will take us away from this way of the world existence. We will create with the Lord a new foundation, thoughts and behaviors that will protect us from disaster and misery. Jesus will open our eyes to the truth and to the love of God the Father, which will, which will get us out of our pit that we have fallen into, that we can't get out of on our own. Jason sings, save me, me from myself, me from myself. Now, what does that mean? Well, it's quite simple. We are our own worst enemy. Don't be pointing the finger at somebody else as you play the victim. No, that's not how you do it. You start by looking in the mirror and realizing that you are a sinner and that you are indeed helpless and hopeless without our Savior, Jesus. We hold the key to our own life, and that key is to submit to God Almighty. Hand over your life to Him with a sincere, forgiving heart and say, hey, It's over for me. I don't want to call the shots on my own life anymore because it gets me nowhere fast. In the Bible, it says that God has a special plan for our life, a future full of hope. Seek first his kingship over you and all things will be given to you in turn. Okay, God promised, so I'm going to believe it. And I will wait for his timing to change things in my life as he makes all things work together for the good for those who love him. From this point on, I will answer to God and God alone. My self-image, confidence, and self-esteem are now all wrapped up in God Almighty because he is God the Father, our Father, who I know will take care of his children. Jason goes on in this song and says, I'm a lost cause. Don't waste your time on me. Man, are you kidding me? You may feel that you're a lost cause, But that's not what Jesus thinks. Nobody is a lost cause. And I have to repeat that. Nobody, including you and me, we are not a lost cause. uh, Jesus sees us, uh, sees you and us and me and the board guy as a broken down, humbled man or woman who is in desperate need of help. He sees us at the crossroads, perhaps, of our life, either throwing in the towel or trying a different way. His way, as he says, I am the truth, the way, and the life. You think Jesus is just saying that for his health? He means every word of that. The truth, the life, and the way. So instead of being in the worst position of your life, you are now at the best position of your life, about to embark on the road to paradise, to be born again into a new system, something that is new and fresh, with Jesus as the point man who will lead you to safety, who will lead you to peace, joy, and happiness. All you need to do is sincerely believe and ask. God is, God is the one we trust and not any one man. Remember that, especially that uh, T.D. Jakes guy, that preacher, because the only place he'll lead you to is apparently to one of Diddy's perverted sex parties. Have you heard about this? 
Jason then says in his song, Save Me, he says, don't waste your time on me. Well, that's never going to happen with the Lord because God constantly draws us. Jesus constantly leads us. The Holy Spirit constantly prompts us. And the Bible constantly teaches us. That's never going to stop. The only question, once again, is when are you going to succumb and submit and put your life in Jesus's hands? Because he's waiting for you. He's waiting for you with open arms. Because you're not a waste of time. You're a child of God. You're like one of you're like that uh, one lost sheep that ran away with the shepherd looking for you until he finds you. You're also like that prodigal son who left and then came back with a new humbled spirit. At which time his father rejoiced and celebrated that he was back home where he belonged. Here's the next line that Jason sings from that Save Me song, which is all over the radio now on the country stations. He says, um, and this is something that really upset me. It rattled me to the bone. He says, I'm damaged beyond repair. Really? Are you kidding me? I'm damaged beyond repair. And this is something that most of us say at one point in our lives where we figure that there's no chance for me beyond repair. And man, when I heard this in the song, I just wanted to scream, no, you are not damaged beyond repair. This is why Jesus came down to earth. This is his job to renew, to refresh, restore, redeem, and repair us back into the image of God after his likeness. If you read the Bible, you realize that this is so clearly stated that yes, we are going to fall and we're going to fall hard. And you know what? That's a good thing because it forces us to the point where we finally look up and pray to God for help as a last resort most of the time. And what does God say? Well, he says, I sent my son down to earth in order to instruct you. So follow him and you will be following me. Now, I must say that we do become damaged beyond repair, but that's only if we ourselves are doing the repairing. Because believe me, you will reach a point one day where it is beyond you, where you can't help yourself. Your parents and family can't help you. Your friends can't help you. Your boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, and wife can't help you. So without God and his son Jesus in the picture, we really have no chance whatsoever. None. As I said, we are taking calls today. We haven't the last two weeks, two or three out of four, I don't know. But we are taking calls. You are welcome at 833-707-7900. The next thing Jason talks about in the song is that life has shattered my hopes and my dreams. Hey, join the club, pal. We all get crushed like two unsuspecting flies making love. That's a weird analogy, but accurate. So, of course, life shatters most of our hopes and dreams. But guess what? Those particular, mostly ludicrous hopes and dreams that we had were not meant for you. In all likelihood, they would have harmed you and your loved ones in some way or another. God's hopes and dreams for your life is where it's at. Those are the ones that are waiting for you. As throughout the Bible... God says that he has a special plan for our life. He is like a sculpture who takes a lump of clay and molds something magnificent. All we got to do is allow him to do so. This reminds me of when God first created Adam. He took dirt, mud, or clay and formed the body. Then he breathed the breath of life into him, at which time he became a person, a soul. The book says the Lord God formed man out of the clay of the ground and blew into his nostrils the breath of life. And so man became a living being. The Bible later talks about when we die, your body returns to the dirt and the life breath within you returns to God who gave it to you in the first place. Man, this sounds like when we die, we return to nothing. We return to zero consciousness and to non-existence. It's only when Jesus comes back a second time where we begin, where, where we become resurrected, like Jesus himself did. Seems crystal clear, doesn't it? 
In fact, here's the verse in Ecclesiastes that says so. And the dust returns to the earth as it once was. And the life breath returns to God who gave it. Remember, Jesus, Jesus himself resurrected from the death, from the dead. And definitely so shall we, without question. Okay, let's see what we learned so far, shall we? Don't bring up God is a radio show hosted by Robert with his sometime friend and nemesis. I can't tell which. The board guy. It airs every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 on WAEB 790 AM. Where you can give comments of intelligence, wisdom, stupidity, ridiculousness, or even insanity. Now that's what real freedom is all about. We play no favorites here. Come one and all. Except maybe for you, listening at the kitchen table, unshaven, in your polka dot underwear. You, maybe we can do without. We've also learned we can agree and disagree with the content of God and the Bible without wishing hell upon each other. So let's keep this locomotive radio show going. Woo-woo! Who's this? It's Richard. What's up? I wanted to tell you that this jelly roll guy had a song out before this. And it's, it's uh, the first opening line is, I want to talk to God, but I need a favor. Have you heard that one? Yes. The guy's very intense, and he speaks and sings from the soul. Yeah, he's, he is, he's good. I, I'll give him that. He's a good singer. I agree, and it's not about, oh, well, it is about booze, but I don't, I don't see it as promoting it this time. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I cried when I heard that song, and then, like I said, I wanted to scream that just don't leave it hanging like that, because that's going to be the anthem of people that, who think they're a loser, and that's not good. You know, I got the same situation in my family right here. I have a granddaughter who is a total atheist, does not believe in God, doesn't believe in anything but herself. It's a shame. How old is she? 35. Well, she's still got time. We all still have time. Well, she, she started, believe it or not, she started out her first seven or eight years of her life in a Christian church and a Christian school. And when the school folded up and she went to another Christian school, she started to misbehave and get into trouble. And her life just fell apart after that. Well, the best thing you can do is pray for her, and every now and then bring up God and Jesus in conversation. Very lightly, don't force it, and, and continue to pray for her. That's what I usually do. Okay. That's all I can do. Yes. All right, well, thank you for the call. Sure, buddy. Take care. See ya. We got a call at 833-707-7900. Who's this? This is Stephen. What's up? Hey, just, just like an analysis of it, our culture, we're adopting these lexicons of lies from the people of the lie, like abortion. Oh, you know, for 5,000 years, I mean, pre-Christianity, pre-Judaism, in ancient Egypt, there was Ma'at, M-A-A-T, and basically it said you don't kill, you don't lie, you don't steal. Then it transferred to Greek culture, Roman culture, Jewish culture, Chinese culture. And in the last 50 years, they've, like, they're perverting our language. I think it was uh, Michelle Obama who said, we have to change our conversation. We have to change our history. No, we don't. We I agree. They all, they're always pushing change, especially in college. Change this, change that. What are you changing from? I don't mind productive change, but don't change from good to bad. That, that's exactly it. They don't do a cost-benefit analysis. What will this change bring? No, I disagree. What's I think the they do give that analysis, and they want to bring people down. I think the bad guys are plentiful now, like they've always been, and they're working against humanity. No, but what I'm saying is what, how it will benefit society. What is the cost-benefit to the new change as opposed, opposed to the old paradigm? But they want to break down society and the people, those Obamas. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I believe, yes, this is a consorted effort. And they want to change it and bring it to their, whatever, their worldview, whatever they think is going to be some commie dystopian hellhole, the way I look at it. And I've if, seen them. And if we're not secure in a foundation of the Bible and God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, we will succumb. Right. And just a side note on what that guy just said. When, when you do address it, just give it as like an off-ramp, because their minds are looping from what their professors teach them. Just say, this is another way. 
This is how it was handled for 5,000 years. Our society has become fat and happy. 150 years ago, when people had to work just to stay alive, they believed in God. He was something to hang on to. Today, they hang on to a bottle, cigarette, whatever, you know. And their phone. And Exactly. And look at people that were slaves. Look at the spirituals. Look at the words of them. It brought them through slavery. It will bring these kids through anything that they're going through today. And this isn't even it yet. It's going to get a lot worse. And we have to have compassion, and we have to understand what you just said, and never give up on anybody. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Thanks for the call. Have a good one. Bye. Yeah, we are taking calls today at 833-707-7900. I miss you guys. I like talking and chatting with you. Newcomers, feel free. Some more lyrics from the song Save Me. He says, something inside me is broken. Well, yeah, we all have that black hole in our hearts within us. Something is definitely missing. Something definitely went wrong. Something definitely ruptured where we are left on the ground bleeding out. But hey, God is our medic. He is our doctor coming to the rescue. So realizing that something is broken inside is a good thing once again. Because if your life is just running from one party to the next, you're never going to stop and reevaluate your position. You're going to go on thinking everything is hunky-dory when it's not. You're going to continue lying to yourself when you're dying inside. So when you hit a stop sign, that's a good thing. Because it's time to slow it down. I would always tell my kids that, slow it down. Take it in reverse if you have to, but slow it down and reevaluate and redirect your mind and heart away from the way of the world and towards God more and more each day. And we do that by reading the Bible, by praying, and by listening to fellow Christians who have your best interest in mind. Allow them to direct you. Maybe allow a mentor into your life. Uh, allow your transformation your transformation from a caterpillar into a butterfly to occur. You won't be sorry. Although some people go backwards from a butterfly into a caterpillar. I like to metamorphosize into a tiger. Out on the range, chasing, chasing down a wildebeest with a limp and one eye. But uh, maybe not. I don't tan well in the sun. I burn and get all red, start peeling. Nobody wants to see that. Next, Jason sings, I hold on to anything that sets me free. And here we go. We now begin to address what the way of the world pushes every second of our life, and it makes me sick, which is to make us all into alcoholics and drug addicts. As Jason continues, he sings, the drinking and smoking is the only thing that seems to help. Man, My heart goes out to you, all of you who rely on drinking and drugging to set yourself free, who who believe that this is the only thing that helps. Well, I think we can all agree that sadly in many people's lives, it is the only temporary help that they have, but that's the way of the world instructing you and educating you on how to handle your problems, and you evidently have succumbed. You have allowed them to keep you from the true way we can help ourselves. And it's definitely not drinking and drugging. And you know that. Now, this is where I once again repeat what I've been doing for the last seven years by saying that the remedy and solution to any problem in life is had in the Bible with godly patience, discipline, and self-control. You can beat anything that's strangling you in your life with the help of God. Now, is is it going to take time? Absolutely. Look how many years you've been abusing your body by ingesting poisons. On the other hand, it may turn around immediately or within days. It'd be great if if it would, but most likely it will take a little bit of time. Just accept that. God will pull you out. Like a tow truck pulling out a car that slipped off the road in a swamp of mud. God will hook you up and bring you to safety. But you have to come with a sincere heart, willing to change, asking for forgiveness, and relying on Him. 
and asking him every day to pull you out of the flames. And once he does, he will have things for you to do. Because many of the hardships that we go through, other people are going through the same exact thing. And once you are free and no longer a slave to these vices, you'll know how to instruct other people to throw off the chains like you did. So do you want to hold on to something that's, that sets you free? That sets you free permanently and not temporarily? Then open up your mind and heart to God Almighty. Go God's way. Pretty much do the opposite of what you ordinarily do. Because uh, look where the way of the world got you at, to this point. It's kind of like George Costanza on Seinfeld. If everything you've done in your life is wrong, then the opposite must be right. Funny. Well, we started off with Seinfeld, and in the middle we have Seinfeld. Uh, interesting. Not really interesting. Okay, where are we? Every time I think of people, i got to throw this in once again. Every, every time I think of people... Drinking and drugging. I, I got to think of the country music. And I've said this a bunch of times, but more people should be saying it. How eight out of 10 songs are promoting alcoholism. That's what they're doing. And that message gets through consciously or subconsciously, which does unheard of damage, where people drink without questioning it. Did the country singer Glenn Campbell ever talk about boozing day and night? I don't think he did. He sang about, I'm a rhinestone cowboy. Didn't he sing that with flat-chested Dolly Parton? I believe he did. So all I'm saying is maybe we shouldn't be drinking this whiskey and tequila after every problem in life. Uh, Glenny boy. Pretty boy. Everybody. I know every crack in these dirty sidewalks of Broadway Where hustle's the name of the game And nice guys get washed away like the snow and the rain Strumming his guitar There's been a load of compromising on the road Say it, Glenn. But I'm gonna be where the lights are shining on me. Say it, say it. Like a rhinestone cowboy. Riding on a horse and a star-spangled And this drinking and drugging is the way of the world's medicine, sponsored by Satan, who wants you miserable, suicidal, and dead where you become just another statistic. Is that what you want? You know it's not, because you're so much better than that. But you may say, no, I'm not better than that. Well, God will show you that you are. Talking about Jelly Roll's song, Save Me, there's a line where Jason says, all of my sorrows, I just washed them down, meaning drinking them away to forget. Then he says, it's the only peace I ever found. Again, maybe the only temporary peace. And what is that temporary peace doing to you? It's literally viciously ripping you apart. Not to mention your family and friends. You're being eaten up from the inside out. And by now, everybody knows it. Everybody can see it. And if you continue, you'll be dead before your time in a most horrific way. And if I'm talking about you, it's never too late. I don't care if you've been drinking for weeks, months, years, or a lifetime. God will free you up. God will turn you around in a, into a superstar that nobody would expect, not even yourself. You'll find that love and peace that you've been looking for in all the wrong places. Your whole life will change. And most importantly, you will find yourself one day in the new heavens and the new earth with your new glorified body at the end of time. In all the wrong places. I knew he was going to play it. I just had this feeling. I triggered him. I enabled him. 
Is this Glenn again? Well, I spent a lifetime looking for you. No, it's somebody else. Single bars and good time lovers were never true. Playing a fool's game, hoping to win. And telling those sweet lies and losing again. I was looking for love in all the wrong places. Looking for love in too many faces. Searching your eyes. And this is, uh, I think this is a message. Uh, from the board guy to his new wife that he got married a couple a year ago or so ago, yeah, very tender. Yeah, we're with you, board guy, and your new lovely wife. Just want to give you a little shout out there because you found the love in the right place this time. Oh yes, you did. All right, I guess I should stop getting off his back or whatever. But uh, the new heavens and a new earth, as I said, that is our goal. That is our cause. Uh, to find yourself one day in paradise. And that's what we live for because we're just passing through in this life. And yeah, we make a mess of it, out of it, but who hasn't? But there comes a time in everybody's life where we need to pick up the pieces. But the funny thing is, God and Jesus pick up the pieces and put us back together. They're the ones that do that. What's impossible for man is possible for God. He'll do all the heavy lifting, all you need to do is start praying, learning who Jesus is, what he said and what he did, and listen and obey the word of God. And this is an ongoing thing that we all need to do, because if you stop, you'll be drifting away and ending up ending up back where you were. We all need to be connected with God. The lines of communication must be open. And yes, we talk to him like a friend. I have an atheist acquaintance who every now and then asked me if I still talked to my invisible friend. Did you talk to him today? And I say, yeah, you better believe I did. And I will continue to my dying day. And if the world thinks I'm cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, then so be it. I always liked that cereal anyway, even though it looked like it looks like uh, dog food. Welcome to Don't Bring Up God with Robert as your cordial, sensitive, and delicate as a pink petal host. Fear not, as he is a common, always collected gentleman who's careful not to step on anybody's toes. He is soft-spoken and on the shy side. He is, he is, hey, wait a minute, this ain't right, I'm describing Mary Poppins here. Robert is pretty much the opposite of all that. Common collected? How about wired and deranged? Well, maybe not deranged. Let's just say he lives in the same neighborhood. Regardless, Robert is the host of Don't Bring Up God, airing every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 on WAEB 790 AM. And hey, this little chat is just between you and me, right? And we are taking calls today. 833-707-7900. What a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. And what a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. We often forfeit Oh, what needless pain we bear All because we do not carry Everything to God in prayer And don't we as Christians feel in our heart that we're doing the right thing? with God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit having become part of us. Now, that's not to say that the way of the world don't come knocking every now and then. Oh, yeah, the vices try to sneak in through the back door when you're not looking. But I call my godly maid service within seconds to sweep them out. I'm on guard for sure. We all need to be. Let's just remember that the closer we get to Jesus, the more Satan will leave us alone. Figuring, hey, I'm wasting my time here. This guy's not going to crack. His foundation is just too secure. 
I'll never get through. Let me go find some other Christian who is teetering and thinking of going back to the way of the world. Yeah, those are the ones I need to spend my time with. So if you listen to this Jelly Roll Save Me song and hear him sing that all this drinking and smoking is hopeless but feels like it's all that I need, and if you find yourself agreeing with him, then it's time to make changes. Because I think we can all agree that if you desperately need to drink and do your drugs, then you need God immediately. God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit are here to replace our vices. Did you know that? So next time you're feeling anxiety and worrying and helpless and hopeless and all alone, instead of reaching for the bottle or the powder or pill, reach for the Bible. Don't know what this is. I must confess. The closer you get, the further I fall. I'll be over the edge now in no time at all. I'm falling faster and faster and faster with no time to stall. And we all fall. Who are you kidding? We all do. What are you going to do about that? You just don't wallow in misery and give up. Never. You know, from time to time, we need to reach for solitude in our room so we can be by ourselves and just pray or meditate, whatever word you want to use, as you learn how to be still and alone without feeling lonely. There's a good line in that hallelujah song that says, I used to live alone before I knew you. Talking about Jesus. Because when we have Jesus as a best friend with the best advice, we're never alone again. God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit will never leave us, abandon or desert us. Never in a million years. It's a friendship pact that lasts forever. And the more you put the Word of God ahead of the way of the world, television and internet, the more you're going to be able to see it. The more natural it will become for you. You'll no longer be playing the games down here on earth that we all attempt to do at one time or another. Because now you'll realize that you are in this world, but not of this world. You'll begin to realize more each day that you belong in the new heavens and the new earth to come, where our inheritance lies, where our rewards and treasures reside. It's like when you go on vacation and rent some flea bag hotel, which looked like a palace from the deceptive internet pictures. You're there a couple days and then you go back home where you belong. Well, it's just like life where we rent down here this flea bag of an earth corrupted by evil for a short period of time. And then we go back with God forever in heaven where we belong, which is our cause and our prize. And if we feel we're missing out down here in the way of the world, life, then so be it. We're better off because of it. God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit in the Bible provide hope for the hopeless. Yeah, that's what they do. And I know that applies to me, and I'm pretty sure it applies to you. Once we become less arrogant and more humble, we begin to see it. And there's no shame in it. We are God's children to be taken care of by God our Father. Why does the Bible say God our Father? It didn't have to, but it's God our Father, God the Father. Do you think there's no reason behind that? Well, there is a reason, and it's because he is our father who takes care of his family, which is us. And if you don't tap into that, you're missing out on the whole meaning of life and why we're here in the first place. So as the Bible says, let us stop continuing in ignorance and try to discern the will of the Lord. It's a beautiful thing. Reminding everybody that... Uh, calls are welcome today. We haven't had them for a little bit. If you want to give a buzz, especially you new timers at 
707-790-0. Call now when we have some time. Don't call with 30 seconds left. Eh, speak of the devil. We got one. Like fishing. I shouldn't, I don't like that expression, speak of the devil. I retract that immediately. It's unapproved and reject it. So we got a call at 833-707-7900. Who's this? Hey, morning, it's Joe. Yeah, Joey. Long time, no chat. Yeah, I didn't talk to you since last year. Yeah, but no, it's been a little bit, but it's probably at least a month, I believe. Yeah, about, um, yeah, good stuff. Um, uh, that guy, Joe Rudol, I mean, he's he's pouring out his heart in a sense, right? And, and just talking about things that, you know, we all struggle with to certain degrees. Some people, unfortunately get caught in the addictions and they're so powerful. They have such a strong, you know, a stranglehold on people that they realize is like, there's no way they can get out of it. And, but you know what? God allows this stuff. Like you're saying, it's like, you know, some people have to hit rock bottom, absolute rock bottom in their pain, despair, uh, that there's nowhere else to look, but up to God. Do you like the name? Uh, Do you like the nickname jelly roll? Maybe we should give you one like that. No. No. Like hot dog bun. Hot dog bun. How's that? Is it is that his snack food of choice? I don't know. He probably I mean, he's probably been loving them all his life. But um yeah, so you hit on that point. We cannot save ourselves. Uh we need a savior. Um and that's that's the realization uh you know, even for salvation and in the previous show you're you're saying, well, is repentance for salvation or is it after you get saved? Well it's both. Uh we need to repent to get saved and then we need to repent for our sanctification as as God shows us problems in our life. You know, we need to repent of those things too. That's called sanctification, being conformed in the image of Christ. But do you realize so, how difficult but do you realize how difficult it is for some people to admit that they need need help? Because they've been the alpha dog yeah. since grade school and they hit a point where they gotta admit to themselves and others that they literally need help they need help, help and more help. That is so hard for some people. Oh, absolutely. Um that's why for some people it does take, you know, going through, you know, sometimes decades, a whole lifetime of uh, problems and despair. And then they reap the consequences of all those bad decisions where it starts affecting their health, their relationships. Uh, and they know, they feel, they feel the guilt. It's just mounting up and piling up to the point where it's crushing them. And again, uh, God allows that to show them they need him. They need salvation. So, you know, a perfect song, I think, is Amazing Grace that talks about this. And, you know, uh, listeners, look up the story of John Newton who wrote that song and see what he went through and what it took for him to get saved. It sounds like you're, in a roundabout way, trying to get the board guy to play that song. Am I right? (laughs) I think you are, without coming out and asking... Because you know he rejects people hard, heavy and hard at times. So since you don't want to get rejected, like asking a girl on a date or asking her dance, you don't want to point blank ask to dance or ask the board yeah. guy for a song. You want to do it in a roundabout way. Is that what you're doing? See, now you revealed it. So, <laughs> I've been doing this too long, pal. Right. But, um, you know, regarding atheists, it's been a while since I said this. Uh Atheists, you know, I mean, how did everything get here? You know, every book has a, 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 you know, an author, every painting has a painter, creation demands a creator. It's a scientific impossibility to believe that nothing created everything. So, you know. Yeah, it's so stupid. uh, I don't even discuss it anymore. It's it's just a ridiculous concept. It always was, always will be. All right. The only holy book that. God's creation, according to a historical scientific method, it's the only holy book of prophecies fulfilled. The only holy book that tells us the revelation of God, how we are to get saved, how our sins are forgiven, what we're created for, to repent of sin and put our faith in Jesus as Lord God and Savior. And I haven't heard that line from you in a long time. Every painter has a, every painting has a painter. Every building has a builder. I'm going to say a good six six months to a year, you refrained from saying that phrase. Yeah, I mean, you know, 
uh, sometimes it's good to, to go on to other other uh, things. So, but it yeah, is a good line, and it's, it's very it's, true. Yeah, I mean, I mean it, it's due. <laughs> so it's good to hear it. <clears throat> good to hear it, even for myself. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for the call, and nice having you back in the saddle. Yeah, good to to hear you guys, and um, we'll start the new year and just. You say, hear you guys. What guys are you talking about? The board guy never talks. It's just me. Listener, board guy speaks through songs. Ah, right. There you go. Hey, thanks for the call. Have a good one. You too. All roads lead back to God. Tyler, we love you, and we will see you again. Listen on your free iHeartRadio app for all your music, radio, and podcasts.